hello, hello. Welcome to the 125 Roller Coaster Challenge Trend and Staple Podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Janine. And we are going to be doing our third in the series of styles of roller coasters. This one is oldies but goodies woodies. Yeah, so it's all the actual good wooden coasters that don't kill you. Exactly. These are Yay! classic wooden coasters. The way we define classic is anything that is older than 1980. And you know why we decided on 1980? Uh, because Din came out then. No, no, no. That was when The Beast came out. Oh, okay. So The Beast okay. is actually 1979, so we figured The Beast would be a classic coaster because that has a lot more to do with Phoenix and Comets than it does with, you know... El Toro. El Toro and, and Mystic Timbers and Hades 360. Right, and basically anything RMC makes. Exactly. So that is what these are. We're going to be talking about the 18 different coasters. We actually did 18 different coasters that fit into this category. Wow, that's fun. Now, before we go, this is the second to last episode in season one. Oh, well, that's sad. Yep. So uh, our next episode that we're going to be doing, which we're actually going to be recording today, but we're going to be dropping on November 1st. Don't tell them the secrets. Oh, that we actually post date yeah, things? Okay. We, Shh. We, we lie a little be bit, guys. very, very quiet. So, But the next one that we are going to be doing is going to be a recap of season one. We're going to go over the different parks that we visited. Uh, we're going to be talking about some of the special episodes we did, the whole nine yards there. And I don't know if you know this, but we changed the way people can win now. We did. Yes, we did. Basically, what ended up happening was a lot of the people that would be following us apparently don't answer their emails or or actually follow us on Instagram and stuff. So we kind of changed it up. So the new way to win now is every Wednesday, we're going to be doing a poll. Okay. And we did it actually today. The first one is, what do you like better, Talon or Great Bear? Oh, well, that's fun. When you answer the poll, you are automatically entered. Oh, that's cool. And then on Thursday, we're going to take pictures of three of the items because we have a plethora of items my now, closet are the is items going to be specific to the poll like are they going to be talented? some might be some items? might not be okay. yep it all depends on that just curious and then what we're going to do is you can also the increase your chances you can write a review for us we need reviews oh that's, that's and there's cool. different areas you can check you can go to apple podcast you can go to Castbox. you can go to podcast addict or pod chaser these are four sites that will let you five stars because you know you want to give us five stars well, here's my question. If they write us a one-star review, are we still going to enter them in the contest? We will enter them into the contest, but it would be very difficult. Their piece of paper in the drawing is going to be very, very, uh, very, very small. All I was right. going to say, what, so. what kind of... Now, of course, if it gives a 5 out of 5 there, it might actually be, be a full 8 by 10 sheet. Oh, wow. 8 by 11 okay. and a half so or whatever we'll, that. So we'll but so, who to... And then basically on Sunday, we're going to do our drawing. We're going to pick the winner. And then we're going to start this process all over again. Oh, okay. So every right. week, there's a chance to be a winner. And right now, we just dropped our first poll, and we already had 33 people who voted. Wow. So there's 33 people that already have an option. So this is way more fun than how we were doing the it. The way we were doing it. Great. We wanted to give this stuff away, and we only gave away two things. Oh, well, In a whole year, well, we only and, gave away two things. And one was to somebody we knew. Hi, we, Missy. Yes, Missy. <laughs> yeah, you guys got that. We knew the Disney uh, stuff was disappearing pretty quick. On Tuesday by noon, we're going to drop every ep- uh, new episode. On Wednesday, we're going to do the poll. The poll is going to keep going until Saturday. On Thursday, we want to let you know what the choices are so you can have one of those three items. So that way, they're not overwhelmed by the thousands cool, of items yeah. that we have. Unless you know that we have something that you want, we'll, we'll take that request too. You can go back through our Instagrams. You can see pictures of all the different things we got. There is a lot because there I actually too. took the pictures of the three items today and there were so many to choose from. 
And then on Sunday at noon, we're going to do our winners. Is El Fundo part of the? No, he did not make this cut because El Fundo has a lot of stuffed animal friends now. El Fundo is terrifying, and I hope somebody wants him. Eventually, he will be there. He might be the last kid picked, uh, you know, out of the pool there. He he might be the heavy set kid there at the basketball game, but. Wow. All right, so that's what we're doing there. Now let's talk about some classic coasters. So once again, there's 18 of them, and all of these were actually. Created from 1980. Prior. Prior. Prior yeah. to 1980. Yep. And we got to start off with one of our top 20 coasters from 2020, the Phoenix. Oh, top 20 coasters? Are you that lame? That's where you rank this? Out of 320, this it is, was a top 20 coaster. the number one wooden coaster in America, according to USA Today's amusement park poll, and you're the top 20 coaster. For and you. It was also the number one wooden coaster by the geriatric people over at the Golden you know, Awards. awards? Yeah, Golden yeah I awards. agree. All so. of these things. I, they're not wrong. So there's a biases here on Knobles. We've been to Knobles a million times. We actually, if you want to go back to some past episodes, we have a four-episode spread on Knobles. We love Knobles. One of them, called She Spins Me Round and Round, is about Janine talking about the carousels. Yeah. So the Phoenix at this point there, we did not make it to Phoenix Fall Fest this year. There was actually no preview night this year, so it's basically Phoenix Fall Fest was actually just on Saturday, I believe. Yeah, during the day. And, and it would have been a lot of crowds, and the ERTs would have been different. So we made a decision Plus, because... You know, Paul and I work. October is like the most popular wedding month. That's why we had that big gap from yeah. August to uh, the middle of October with the podcast was mainly because... It's our busy season. And the fact that general public was going to be there, it was going to be a lot of different oh, things. Oh, so much. Let's not forget about factoring in the fact that there has been an influx of people this year at the oh, amusement parks. awful. We like, did... yes, not awful, but for us, awful. Yeah, for us, awful. Great for the parks. We 100% support the parks. We love it. Go out. Visit your local theme park. Paul and I will just continue to hide at home until next year. Exactly. Exactly. And everybody, please get fully employed so we can go back to walk please. on Wednesday. Yeah, I would really like the parks to be open later than seven o'clock at night exactly now this is one of the best coasters we were lucky because we got to marathon it and yet again there's not much more you can say about the phoenix we definitely talk about it in other episodes no well i mean there's a lot more that we could say about it but we won't it's a great coaster now another one that fits the bill it was our second one ranked last year was actually the coney island cyclone i love the cyclone cyclone is the one that started it all with this kind of layout it's the first one a lot of people have actually cloned it they have i know there's a one over at Great America, uh, Six Flags Great America. That's basically a clone of the Cyclone. But the original is the original. It's so great that you don't even mind losing hats. Nope, doesn't matter. Nope. So good. Yep. And just so you so know, good. in case you do lose your hat, there's nowhere you're, no way you can get to it. It's no. just It's blocked no. in there. You're not going anywhere to get it. They also that. don't sell winter hats at Coney Island. So if you do go when it's cold, don't lose your hat. You it, will be cold. Yes, it's definitely. But... Like I said, they do great track work on it. It runs just like the Phoenix. Phoenix is fantastic Beautiful. with its track work. It's, it's the crown jewel of Luna Park. Pretty much because it's not Zampera. Correct. All right. Now, next one, there's actually two that are named the same thing that we've written. Oh, that's correct. Yes. Yeah, we had the Jackrabbit at Kennywood and the Jackrabbit at Seabreeze. And I can honestly say that they are not the same. No, and I already know which one you like more. Uh, the one over at Kennywood is fantastic. Mm-hmm. That doubled down. I... Remember all these older enthusiasts tell me, oh, my God, it's great. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And when we went in uh, 2017, we weren't really thrilled with it. But well, Janine and I went twice. you did not have a good time at Kennywood. You we- were not expecting it. Exactly. and But like Jackrabbit was your favorite thing. We went this summer just so you could ride Jackrabbit again. Well, they did get rid of Kangaroo. Yeah, which we're not happy we're about. We're not happy about that. So now I went to Seabreeze this year. 
uh, solo trip there, and I actually got to ride their Jackrabbit, and I can honestly say it's not the same. Their Jackrabbit is, it's an older coaster, it's in great condition, it's a beautiful park, highly recommend going to Seabreeze. It's not a full day park, but you can definitely spend a half day there. It's a typical family park where everything's affordable and it's got some fun rides, but their Jackrabbit is pretty much a family coaster, just oh. not as... It kind of reminds me of another coaster that we did this year that we're talking about, Roller Coaster. Oh, yeah. So, yes, they have the same name, but they're not the same ride. No. All right. And actually, the next one on the list was Roller Coaster. Now, what did you think about that? We did that at Isle Wild. And uh, what were your thoughts on it? Well, <laughs> um, that was an interesting one. It's like... Four people to a car, but no row can be more than 265 pounds. So that's a fun one where the weight distribution comes into play. Now, is it each row or is it each car? Each row. So it's you and I were row. actually able, and it's hilarious that Janine and I are both very thin people and we couldn't sit in No, we could row. not sit in the same row. We had to be in separate we rows. We think only you and Kylie could have pulled it off. I think Kylie and I could have 120 and 120 makes about 240. 240, you just made it there. So we would have just made it, Kylie and I. Now, the funny thing about this was I went into it with no expectations. I was there like the Wild Mouse. I can do the wild mouse there. That's going to be great. But this thing, I'm just going for the credit. And it was actually a pretty fun ride. It was. And I feel like they opened it literally just for us. They literally did. Fun. Yep. And the sad part about it was we only got one ride on it because. They shut it down like right afterwards. Well, it was like a lightning, lightning storm that came storm flying came through. through. Yeah. So we only got one ride on this coaster, but it definitely left a good mark on my mind. I definitely think we would go back to Idle Wild. Definitely will. Definitely will. Idle Wild is pretty fun. It's definitely a unique ride. It's like stepping back in the time, kind of like a Knobles. Yeah, it's a little Knobles-y. Yep. They have some really interesting attractions. Now, this one was funny because going into it, I thought it would be a family coaster, kind of like the uh, Woodstock Expresses oh, and stuff like that. it's a little rougher than that. It's a little bit rougher, so it actually made this list. All right, so that was our fourth one. The next one is the Beast of King's Island. Janine has yet to do the Beast. Not conquered King's Island yet. But the Beast is a fantastic ride. It changed wooden coasters. From that point on, wooden coasters were looked at differently. And the best thing about it was it was built by King's Island. That's cool. It was not a developer. They literally were like, we want to build this. They took their carpenters out there, and they built this thing. So and this is Mill not Woods. like a PTC Nope, not GCI or DIN cool, or anything like that. Fun. It is built well, thank God by... God, it's not a DIN. Yeah. Well, DINs give us RMCs. Well, they do give us RMCs, but let's face it, you can't RMC the beast... That would be... No. Yeah, and people talk about it. There's no way. And the other thing, too, is this is such a long, drawn-out layout that RMC, it would be really boring. I mean... You need a more compact RMC layout so you can have They'd have to add a lot of elements to it, I guess. Exactly. Now, and it's never going to happen because it's historic. It's King's exactly, Island would never allow it That's the point. It. It's just... It's not... This was our 100th coaster for our... So when we go into season two... That's, spoiler alert, our 100th coaster was the Beast. We loved the Beast. And last year, I actually finally got the Night Ride. Oh, yeah. And I can honestly say that I expected it not to live up to the hype, but it really does. You are flying through the woods. It is something spectacular. I just keep thinking about the picture of you and Devin at Beast for the 100th coaster. And he's so little. And he's beaming. He is beaming. But he was so little. Yep, he was. That was. Now I can't get him to go to a park he that has more than 20 people in it. you that picture and he's he, yeah. not anymore no he's a 6'3 he's a big guy over in buffalo shout out to buffalo so. what up to you all right now the next one is another one kind of like jackrabbit where you have two with the same name but i have no idea why they have the same name or why someone would choose this name twice blue streak 
There is two blue streaks. Now, the first one is the one we just did an episode on, the blue streak at new Conniac Lake Park. New Conniac Lake Lake Park. And uh, we're lucky we got on this thing because it's pretty much been uh, standing but not operating for about two years. Part of it's because of COVID. Part of it's because of bankruptcy. If you want to know more about the situation at the new Conniac Lake Park, check out the episode we just dropped, episode 42, uh, which is Hanging by a Thread. That lets you know where we're thinking about the uh, condition of Conniac Lake. Not good. And also, Blue Streak, one of my favorite things to talk about Blue Streak is it is blue in two sections, where you can see it from the road and where you can see it from the station. But when it goes into the woods, it is wood-colored streak or it is faded white paint streak. It is not blue at all. Very little blue Very little blue. new Conniac Lake's Blue Streak. Exactly. Now, the other Blue Streak is over at... Cedar Point, which is how we're actually launching season Correct, two, is going yep. to be Cedar Point month. And the funny thing about it is it technically is the only wooden coaster at Cedar Point now. Uh, yes, that is correct. So, there are two others that are close, but not They're close. There's Gemini, which is a hybrid steel track mm-hmm. on it. And then, of course, Steel Vengeance, which was Mean Streak. Yes. Yep. No longer Mean Streak. Really, Cedar Point only has one true wooden coaster. And it's actually not a bad coaster. No, it's great. It's a great uh, PTC, I believe. Yes, it and is. And it still runs the PTC trains and it go Millennium no, uh, Flyer. No Millennium Flyers. And uh, it's a simple out and back, but it's kind of nestled in the back, blocked by Raptor. It's blocked right, by your it's carousel. it's right along the side, how you get from the front parking lot to the back parking lot. Exactly, where the uh, old hotel area mm-hmm. was and stuff like that. So, so that, of course, is the second blue streak. One is definitely better than the other, and one is in much better shape than the other. Well, one is a little more well-loved. Now, the other thing, too, is talking about coasters that are in great shape. It's got to go back to our home park. And the one that really was my first wooden coaster ever, which was Comet. The Comet. Now, there's millions of coasters called the Comet. And guess what? We've only ever ridden the Hershey Park one. Oh, that's funny. I didn't realize that. Yeah, there's one over at Great Escape. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of Comets everywhere. But the Hershey Park comic, for me, holds a special place in my heart. And let's be honest, it's in great shape. Mm -hmm. And it has a pretty nice layout. It's out and back, but it has that part that shoots out there by where Sky Rush is now. Yeah, it has a little unique element. It's it's not an airtime machine like Phoenix, but it definitely, you know, if you hit it right, it's... It's fun. Yeah, 90, 100 degrees. I mean, they put the seatbelts in it, so... Yes, but it's also one of those things where you have to have them click, but you don't have to have them tight. Right, correct. So, and I've learned that trick with a lot of them. Hershey Park has the Comet, which is a historic correct. ace one. Mm-hmm. Well, this year, another one was basically formed, and that was Dorney Park Thunderhawk. Oh, that's right. Now, mm-hmm. what do we think about the Thunderhawk? Well, we think that you have to be a certain size to sit with another person in Thunderhawk. And you also got to really like laterals because this thing slams you and it's a figure eight. So it's not like it's one side that you lean on. Honestly, the bigger the person you can get in the car with you, the better because then you're like wedged in and you don't get slammed around. Yes, but when you're with the bigger person, guess what? I'm solo and I'm flying everywhere. So literally sometimes my shoulder feels like it's getting crushed because you're getting bounced around. Yeah, that thing needs some extra padding. Yeah, now... Full disclosure, did, I went to Dory Park three times this year. You did? Never wrote it. Not all Never summer? wrote it. No, no. I last time I went, I literally just marathoned Talon. Well, that's, yeah. Janine has never been to this park, so I'm going to have to take it for this next two wooden coasters here, but they are two really classic wooden coasters, and one of Devin's favorite parks, which is Lakemont Park. Oh, yeah, Dee loves Lakemont. And... One of the rides, of course, has to be the oldest operating roller coaster in the world. Leap the dips. Leap the dips. And this thing, there is nothing like it. You literally feel like you're sitting in almost like a carousel. Well, it's coaster. A roller coaster. So roller coaster, yes, it's like that. To me, there's like there's no seatbelt. No. And there's actually no restraints whatsoever. 
And yes, it's a very simple ride, but you actually pop out of your seat really hard in the back of these four seaters. Oh, really? It, it was very shocking that because you have nothing really to hold on to and you're popping there, huh. it's a simple layout. It's definitely some guy who built it and keeps it, maintains it. I met the guy actually. Yeah, the mechanic. you did. You did. But it's just one of those rides where it's got airtime and it's not, it's going like maybe 20 miles an hour. But right. you have airtime and you have the whole nine yards there. Now, the one that's shooting up my list is the other coaster that's at Lakemont, which is called Skyliner, which right. if you've ever been to an Altoona Curve game, it's pretty much the outfield of the Altoona Curve. Right. So I rode this year because Dev and I are trying to go back there every year because we just love this park. We want to support these small parks. And when we went there, the ride attendant goes, you got to get in the front row of Skyliner. I'm like, you got to be kidding me here. What? He goes, it is amazing airtime after that first hill and i'm listen, like people listen to your ride ops i did not believe it because let's be honest usually airtime yeah. back of the train it usually don't get in the front this guy was not joking it is pretty much the best ejector air and i'm gonna say it nope hold it in it's up there with el toro hold it it's in. up there with el toro and it's only that one spot the rest of the ride clanky but the front row you go down the hill and when you pop up that second hill you fly and i rode this thing like eight times devin actually gave up after like three i kept riding it because i just couldn't believe it was that intense so skyliner actually has really good it was 12th last year in our rankings but it's definitely going to be moving up because that airtime was fantastic now there's six more left and yet again we have two rides with the same name oh boy Hard to believe. We have Thunderbolt. We oh. have one at Six Flags New England, which you actually mm -hmm. rode that. Did, yeah. And then, of course, the Thunderbolt over at Kennywood. Now, right. Well, now, to be fair, there's also a third Thunderbolt, which is not a wooden coaster. It's not a wooden one. That's over at Luna Park. Correct. Which and, we did. Yep. So there, Thunderbolt is a very popular name, but we actually rode two that fit this category. We're going to talk about the one in Six Flags New England. Sure. Cool. The, the one in New England was kind of pedestrian. Uh, it, eh. it wasn't bad. It, it wasn't, wasn't good. Yeah, it was. Uh, I wrote it twice because I wrote it with, with Devin, Devin and then I wrote it with you and your mm -hmm. friends. And it's just nothing to it. It's, there's no airtime. Nope. No airtime. It's an original ride. It makes me wonder how bad Cyclone was there for, yeah. that, for that, the one to be RMC'd and not the Thunderbolt. Classic wooden coaster. We still have love for it, but not that great. Especially when you compare it to the Kennywood Thunderbolt. Which is awesome. Which has that drop where it literally goes right by uh, Fam's Revenge. Yeah. Actually, Fam's Revenge goes through it. And then you have that Helix where it's pretty intense. I would just like to say as a note, what does it say about Kennywood that actually their scariest to ride coaster, like actual physical safety wise, is their newest coaster? Yes. Because yes. we're terrified of Phantoms. It seems so like, oh my God. Well, it's not the newest. Remember, we did Curtain this year. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So it's, but still, it's not one of these like 18, yeah, 90, no. I will ride coasters. We will ride those at Kennywood all day, but put like talk about Phantoms Revenge and we're like, yeah, I don't know about that. Quick side note there. We do know that Kennywood has three wooden coasters. Racer is actually considered a racing coaster. So it's not on this list because it's more of a racing coaster. It's actually the only Morbius we've ever done. I, okay, I so, forgot about but that. But with Racer, yeah, we have it in a different category. But just so you know, just a side note for on Racer, I'm uh, not a big fan. 
Neither one yeah, of us are really big. We would big. still both like to ride Racer probably before Phantoms. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yes. Like, yeah. Phantoms, Phantoms is terrifying. Phantoms is sketchy as heck. So Thunderbolt at Kennywood, a lot of people consider it the best coaster at the park. That's up for debate, well, but I'm not going to say they're wrong. It is for a wooden coaster. It's very intense. You just have a differing opinion. Exactly. On that end. Now, what was the oldest operating wooden coaster before Leap the Dips came back? Now you're pressing my memory. Yeah, well, I'm going to help you out Go here. It's over at Six Flags me. America. It's called Wild One. Oh, that's right. It was yes, Wild One was up Wild until Leap the Dips got put back together. And Wild One of is Six actually... Six Flags pre- America. They just got ripped of another awesome thing that they could have. Exactly. Well, you know, they get what they get. And we actually love America. We, we love, love Six America. Flags America. That's why I'm sad so. that they actually lost that little oldest coaster title. That makes me a little sad. Yeah. I, I, I like do have some have buttons. America have some clout, man. Well, you know, they do have... Well, no, they actually have the second... Uh, Riot of Steel, too, so they don't even have the original on that. So. No, no. But Wild One is actually a pretty wild one for a ride that's over 100 years old. It's great. This I thing, like you get good airtime, you fly around that track really good. It's a really great ride. It's definitely a top five, top six of the top winning coasters that we've done. Now, the next three, uh, two of them I only did, and one of them that you did with me. First one was Flyer over at Hunt's Pier. Now, Hunt's Pier was actually... Before Maury's Piers became Maury's Piers. Correct, yeah. Uh, in the old days, you had Sportland Pier, you had Hunt's Pier, you had Maury's Pier, you had Mariner's Landing, yeah, and you had Fun Zone. Yeah, now they're all just Maury's. Maury's bought them all out there. So this it was an old wooden coaster that I got the credit for. I actually have pictures of me on this thing with my uncle. Imagine that. Finally, a ride that you have that I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't have many of them. You know you're up to 18 now. I am. Yep. So, but uh, I'm at 320. You're at 180. So I'm a solo. Yeah, bit but I there. still have 18 defunct coasters or coasters not defunct. That you will Does never I, have because I'm never going to Disneyland. Well, it's not high on my list. Magic Mountain is because they have a new coaster coming, a Jersey Clone Devil. Yeah, Devil which clone. I'm not so stoked so. about. We can discuss that during the next queue. Okay. So, but with Flyer, very pedestrian ride. Of course, it was a very old ride. But it was a fun ride. It was, you know, there was a lot of restraints on the pier. It was a very small pier. But it was a wooden coaster, and I'm glad I actually got to ride it. The second one that I did that Janine never did is Screaming Eagle over at Six Flags St. Louis. And this is a pretty good out and back. Nothing really special. has some good airtime. It's pretty long. But all in all, it's a middle-tier wooden coaster. And the last of the 18 coasters. The last. The last one is from Rye Playland. Oh, the dragon. The dragon. The dragon coaster. And this one was a, definitely an interesting uh, ride. I kind of enjoyed it. It was definitely... The best part about it is the theming because you actually come in and out of a yeah, dragon. I mean, let's be honest. Once you made me ride that, like, whatever water ride... The one that was the, under the dragon. Yeah. Like, any ride at that park was great. Yes, yes. that water ride was horrifying. It was definitely unique. So, in 2020, we ranked 16 of these because two of them were brand new there. Phoenix was number one. Number two was Coney Island Cyclone. Number three was the Jackrabbit at Kennywood. Back then, it was just a Jackrabbit because we had no other Jackrabbit. Jackrabbit. Four was Beast. Five was Comet. Six was Leap the Dips. Seven was Thunderbolt at Kennywood. Eight was Wild One. Nine was Blue Streak at Cedar Point. Ten was the Dragon. Number 11, Screaming Eagle. Number 12 was Skyliner. 13 was Thunderbolt at Six Flags New England. 14 was Flyer. 15 was Thunderhawk. And number 16 was Kinetic Lakes Blue Streak. Interesting. So, of course, now we have the new count. We do. We have it there. And some of these you're going to agree with. Some of these you're going to be upset about. you know. Number one is Phoenix. Yes, Phoenix kept it. Phoenix kept it. Number two, Jackrabbit, because of the rides we got this year. Interesting. Kind of jumped over Coney, right. Coney Island right. Cyclone. 
fresher in the brain. Yeah, disagree with that one, but that's You disagree, right. but it's a little bit higher there. Three was Coney Island. Number four, Comet. Every year, a little bit more love for the Comet because you kind of take it, the old girl, for granted. But she always comes through. Yeah, it's always a good always, ride. And, you know, every time we ride the Comet, we always have those funny stories about, like, how Devin almost lost his ear that one time we decided to let him wear them on a ride. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I caught them. Thank God you I was sitting him. behind yeah. him. <laughs> like, I actually caught something else on the Comet. The Comet hats go flying off. And everything it, goes. And people think that this is, like, a, ki- a kid's coaster. Like it, And it is. It's a great coaster for kids, but it has yeah. a little punch to it. My only negative with the Comet at Hershey Park is the fact that you get so many kids in line that it always seems to have a long line. It does have a long you line. Hit it early or hit it late. I think that's like a testament to how great of a ride it exactly. is. Exactly. There's always a line. And it's a great ride. Yeah, I mean, Super Duper Looper down the road is usually walk See, on. See, and I would Comets rather ride the Comet than the Looper. Exactly. Agree. So number five is the Beast. The Beast is still a top five coaster. The thing's crazy. Now, the last time I rode it, I did get the night ride, but it was rougher than I than the first time. I tried to hit Kings Island every year. Did not make it this year, but I always try to hit that. Number six is Thunderbolt at Kennywood. Number seven is Wild One because, believe it or not, this year we never got to Six Flags America. We did not get to America. That was a bummer. Uh, Dropping a little bit was Leap the Dips. Leap the Dips is just a great ride, but these other ones just have a little bit more to it. Shooting up the ranks this year, number nine, Skyliner. Skyliner, that airtime just, it blew me away. Uh, Number 10 is Blue Streak at Cedar Point. Number 11, I put in Roller Coaster. All right. Roller Coaster because it, it was surprisingly great, but it was also very short. Yeah, but uh, you know the short. staff was awesome. Idle Wild was great. Idle Wild was definitely one of the top po- new parks this Idlewild year. Idle Wild was. It was a unique one, and we're definitely we cool. talked about it on the queue, uh, and we're going to talk about you know some other aspects uh, later on with our uh, podcast. But just be there if you're over in Kennywood there, and you have kids, you definitely want to jump over to. For sure, Idle Wild's the spot. Now number uh, twelve is Screaming Eagle. It's going to keep dropping because I hardly ever get there. Number thirteen. Jack Rabbit, just because over at Seabreeze, you know, just because it was a, a solid coaster. Now, the next ones are a little bit more sketchy. Number 14 is Thunderhawk. I gave it a little bit more love just because it's now historic. Really? I didn't ride this year, but I heard GCI came in there and made some changes. All right, all right. Okay. So maybe it's a little smoother. 15 is Dragon. No, all right. Number 16, Thunderbolt, Six Flags, New England. Number 17 is Flyer because, yes, it is historic and, yes, it is nostalgic. But it also was very pedestrian. And number 18 is a ride that more than likely is going to be torn down. We're going to know in a few days if he got the demolition uh, permits. But Blue Streak at Conneaut Lake. And I would like to say we like to save every wooden coaster. I agree with saving every wooden coaster if you can. But this one's pretty much falling down itself. Not savable, guys. Yeah, I know people are upset about it. All in all, the guy bought the park. It's his game, his rules. Correct. Simple as that. Uh, he says it less eloquently, and he's not being smart with the way he's saying it, where you had a chance to buy it, you didn't buy it. Yeah, most people don't have $1.5 million to no, buy a park. but, but that's he's where we're not at. wrong. So that's he where we are. He is the guy who had the money to buy the park and had exactly. the vision to bring it back. So G- sorry, y'all. Gotta respect that. Exactly. And he's doing stuff there. Listen to the Connecticut Lake episode. He is doing things with the park. He's doing stuff with the bar there. He's doing stuff with the grounds. So it's not sitting aisle. He's actually doing stuff. So, in conclusion, that's our Oli's But Goodies Woodies. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be comments of people beating us up. Remember the contest. And Janine, how can people find us? Well, obviously, you found us on our podcast, which you can listen to on Spotify, iTunes, or right through our website, trimmedandstapledpodcast.com. You can follow us on Insta at 125 Roller Coaster. 
on Facebook at 125 Roller Coaster or on the web at 125rollercoaster.com. All right, so I'm Paul. And I'm Janine. We're going to see you in the queue.